Hey everyone, this is Zach at FF Chalupa Batman. This is Triple Play Fantasy's Beyond the Analyst interview series, episode 26. I'm joined today by the great Alex Caruso. How's it going, man? It's going great, Zach. I appreciate you having me. Uh, we've known each other for for a bit now in the industry, and you know I'm just excited to talk, you know, talk life and talk about you know the journey, and you know, always good to get time with you, and just fun to talk talk sports and talk life. Awesome. I'm glad you're coming on. Uh, it's about time I got you on here. And like Alex said, if you have not listened to the first 25 episodes, go ahead and change that. We're on YouTube. We got the podcast. Uh, all the links are on here or you're watching this as well. So go ahead, subscribe, like all that fun stuff. But like Alex said, we're not talking about fantasy football takes. Alex puts out lots of great takes. Uh, it's the off season. Plenty of people are putting out takes. That's wonderful. Uh, but here I want to get to know Alex a little bit better. So we're going to be talking about him. So just to get started, you're the host of the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. You're also a content creator for Football Guys and you manage the Football Guys TikTok. So what was your inspiration to start creating fantasy football content? <laughs> that's always that's always a funny question. I don't actually know if, if I've told this story many times because um, I think when I first started and I got asked the question, I was afraid to tell people because it was it was kind of an accident where a couple of my good friends from from school like wanted to start a podcast. I live in Boston, like I'm a Boston sports fan for everything, and they said like why not do like a Boston sports podcast? So we did, and we did one or two episodes, and like it was fun, but like they weren't that serious about it. It wasn't supposed to be a serious thing, and I kind of thought to myself, I was like, okay, well, like you know, like I feel like I could do even better. Like, I feel like I could do a good podcast myself. Like, I feel like if I went on my own, like I do something good. And I was like, what would I talk about? And I was like, fantasy football. Cause like I spend just like every other human being, like I spend so much time on it in like in the summers and stuff like that. And I wasn't putting out content. I would just do hours and hours of research just for myself to try to win like the one league I was in at the time. And I figured why not start a podcast? So I did. And I just fell in love from that point. So the first year that I did, you know, like content creation, um, was literally just my podcast. I started doing Instagram stuff, but I got sick of it because I was spending more time on graphics than I was the actual content. And I hate graphics. I don't enjoy them. It is not fun for me. And it's so it was so painstaking that I ended up just sticking with the podcast for the first year. But I loved it so much that I really wanted to expand in the second year. And that's where things started to kind of shift, you know, as we headed into year two. That's awesome. And you kind of touched on something that I think there's a misconception out there for people that aren't content creators in the fantasy space that I'm not really doing anything different now that I am creating content that I was before. I was very passionate about fantasy football before I was doing all this research at a time. I'm just now putting it in some sort of form to share to the public, whether it's a podcast or an article or a tweet, whatever it is. That's really the only difference is I'm now sharing the content that I'm that I'm consuming instead of just consuming it exactly and that gets so overblown sometimes like people just think that like we had we like we have this master plan to like become fantasy football analysts but it, it, it wasn't that it was literally just like i spend stupid hours just like every other human being that loves fantasy football and i just happened to take a little bit of time like maybe once or twice a week at first just to share what i had learned that's all it was i was just sharing what i learned like of course it turned into something a little bit more that takes a little bit more time now than it used to obviously but like at first, it was literally just a hobby that mm -hmm. I did for fun on the side where I just would share what I learned, like looking at fantasy football stuff, like just like everybody else. I just happened to share it with the world. That's the only difference. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things you do now is you, you run the TikTok for uh, football guys. But before that, you were also running your own TikTok. And um, you're probably one of the ones I think of first when it comes to fantasy football TikTok. I know it's still pretty new in the space. Mm -hmm. Um 
and I would question sometimes the quality of the content, but I'm sure people would say the same thing about any other medium. Not your content, just (laughs) fantasy football, TikTok. If you're looking at it in general, um, I I would say it's a little suspect sometimes. But what made you get into TikTok? Um, It actually was a complete accident because people that know me know that before I created TikTok content, I was so anti-TikTok. I thought TikTok was stupid. I did not want anything to do with it. I'd never downloaded it. But one person who'd been following me, like that was a friend of mine from back home, had said to me, like, why not try TikTok? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a growing platform. Like, why not give it a shot? And I don't know why. Like, I still don't even watch TikTok to these days. Like, I just bake them. And he said, just give it a shot. And I did. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And so I got really lucky. That's that's probably the reason I'm still in TikTok today is because I got lucky. Because like my fourth video ever got like 10,000 views. And it was like, like looking back, it was such an awful video, but it was like a Mike Davis video. And the whole thing that it got a bunch of views, because like I made a joke about his giant quads, like everyone remembers that. And that video happened to pop off. And the second that first video popped off, I was addicted. Like all I, I was chasing that next high of like getting like a crazy amount of views on a video. And that's when I started kind of refining my process to like actually come up with better videos. And it took a while for me to break out. I mean, it took me a little over a month to really kind of like understand what I was doing. And like, even looking back at my videos, like last year, like they were so bad, but like, it's one of those things that again, you like, you get better over time. But I think that like, I just happened to fall into it because someone suggested it. And then as time went on, like, I just like, once one video popped off, it was like, okay, I need to get another video to pop off. Cause that was like the coolest thing to like tell my friends, like I just got like 10,000 views in a video or something like that. Like that was so cool to me. And it still is so cool to me. Like every single time there's a, like a good video that pops off. So I think that was kind of the draw to it. And like, if I didn't have a video pop off as early as it did, I probably wouldn't have stuck with TikTok. No, that's fair. And it's always great when you get to ride that uh, algor- algorithm wave oh, when you, when you hit it right. Um, but no, you mentioned a good point how it took you, you said at least a month. Um, and I think probably the same way with your podcast, with articles, I think oh. people have to realize like, it's okay to not know what you're doing at first, just get started and yep. take the reps. Um, just like you were talking about makes a big difference. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the thing that I would say to anybody. And I'm sure you could say to anybody, like if, if someone like approached me and said, like, I want to start creating content, but I'm scared that it'll be bad. If someone likes my content, like, I don't think my content is that great. But like, if, if I just said, okay, if you want to start content, Watch my first TikTok video, watch my first podcast, read the first article I ever wrote, and I guarantee you're going to laugh and be like, like, why on earth? Like, like, what were you doing? That's, that's what everyone's going to say. Like, again, like what I'm saying while, while saying that is like, people don't realize like how bad everybody is when they start off. Like, you don't walk into it and be that great. I'm still not that great at it, but I'm improving. I'm a lot better than I was before. But like to start, like people aren't that good. Like it's just you do it because you love it. And, you know, sometimes it might, you know, it might turn into something. It's just a hobby that, you know, happened to turn into something a little bit more. Exactly. And so I know when you first started off, you haven't been in the space too terribly long. Like no. you, were in, you were in school as well. So how did you balance like school and all this content creation that you're doing? <laughs> I still am in school. I still got another year to go. Um, And so my first year was just the podcast and like, that actually was a lot for me at the time, just doing two episodes a week of a podcast like with school. But last year is when things really started to shift where I was doing my podcast every week, but I also was starting to actually use Twitter every day and trying to post valuable stuff on Twitter. I mean, I was doing TikTok like literally like seven days a week last year. So it was a lot. But like, here's what I would tell people like when they would ask me is like, like when I wasn't in class and stuff like that and I wasn't doing anything, 
like instead of using more time that I would normally to like watch Netflix or like watch shows that I wanted to catch up on or like scroll through my phone, I just happened to use more of my free time to do fantasy football stuff. And like I already do so much research of fantasy football stuff and I'm not doing anything anyway. But that other time that I had dedicated to like, you know, watching shows or certain things like that, like like I, I ended up doing more content creation stuff. And like, but that is not to go without saying though, is that like I did have to miss out on stuff. Like there were times where like my friends would go out and you know, I'd, I'd have to be like, I'm sorry guys, like I, I have a podcast I gotta do, or I have a TikTok I have to make. And like you have to make sacrifices to be able to do it. And it is a lot to balance sometimes when I have a test, but I also have to come up with like, you know, my research or podcasts and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it was just like, this is what I want to do with my free time. And like this, it turned into a dream. And I said, I want to pursue this. So it wasn't a matter of like, you know, if I was going to be able to manage it, it was going to be how. And for me, it was just like, how am I going to find a way to balance it? And I just found a way to balance it where I just spent more of my free time doing stuff like this. But that the other thing is like, I love it. And it's like the same, you know, thing that people always say in the cheesy saying of like, you know, you're, you're never working a day in your life. You love what you do. And I love what I do. But like, it is tough sometimes, like when I'm, you, know, you go to school all day, or you're doing something all day. And like, you know, you have to make time for doing stuff like this. And it doesn't mean like most days I love it. But there are days when I'm like, I don't want to record another TikTok. Like I'd rather jump off a bridge. I don't actually mean that. But there are days when you're like, I don't want to do this like at all. And you just have to kind of force yourself through. But at the end of the day, like I, I really love doing it each and every day. I'm so grateful to do it. I've had so many good, op- cool opportunities and like, you know, things that I've gotten to do. So like, I'm so grateful to be able to do it each and every day. And it's just crazy to me as it is to you. I'm sure that like you have people that, you know, watch your stuff and support you. And that never, you know, ceases to blow my mind to this day. Absolutely. So how do you avoid the, the burnout since you, you're doing so much uh, <laughs> between school and between content all the time? Yeah. So um, I think you just have to find the right balance. Like, I, I think that like there are times like I think last year by the end of the season, I was definitely burned out because it was like literally from April until like Christmas, like of just nonstop, like grind, like go, go, go. But I think the biggest thing is just kind of finding time for myself. Like every day, I'm like I'm more of an introvert, like at, at heart, like where I need like my space and my time alone. So I felt like as long as like I could get my time alone every day where I just needed 30 minutes to an hour where I could just, you know, watch YouTube or, you know, put a podcast in or listen to music. As long as I found time for myself, like every day, like that, that for me was, was just enough. And I think the other part that kind of helped me avoid, you know, the burnout was just more the perspective. You know what I mean? Cause like I talked about school and like, you know, like I had to find time to do content with school and all these things going on, but like you have kids, like you have a job. Just like a lot of people in this industry have have jobs or kids or other obligations, like like the me finding time to do my stuff is no different than almost anybody else. And once I started looking at it like that, it's like you don't really have an excuse here. Like you're not in some special special situation with school. Like everybody else has their own stuff that they have to deal with and find time. And I think looking at it from that is like I'm lucky to get to do this. I think that's how I found to like avoid the burnout because like I just genuinely enjoy it. But at the same time, I think you definitely have to find time from your with sorry time for yourself. You know, in addition to doing everything. So it's a little bit of a long winded way of saying that you just need time for yourself, and you got to love what you do. Uh, that's great advice, and yeah, balance is key with anything. So, and I appreciate that. So we've talked a lot about um, kind of what you've done so far um, in the space. So, what are your goals in the fantasy football space ultimately? Yeah, I, I think the the biggest thing is I just want to continue to grow. 
like like again like the first year i i did a podcast that was it i really did a podcast my instagram was crappy like it didn't last longer than like week seven or eight so like that was that was done with so it was just the podcast really my first year my second year i expanded to doing tiktok i did my podcast and i did tiktok and then kind of you know at the end of my second year transitioning into my third year now of doing this it'll be two years since i started making content next month and this is my third season starting to do it is that I wanted to expand even more. So like, what, what can I do this year that I didn't do last year? So I did. I applied to the expert rankings platform for the first time in Fantasy Pro. So I'm officially an expert on that. So shout out to that. Um, that's really cool. I'm also working on doing projections, you know, for the first time, you know, as well. But I'm also like getting the opportunity with football guys, shout out to football guys, thank you for them to like run their TikTok account. Like that's another thing that I've never gotten to do is like, working with one of these big companies that I've been looking up to, like, you know, like since I was younger playing fantasy football, I used to read football guys stuff and use their snap counts, like literally every single week. So like, that's another thing this year of where I'm growing, but like next year, I want to do even more things that I haven't done before. Like whether it's, you know, going into more, you know, best ball or DFS or like other content that I haven't gotten to do. Like, I think for me is like the, the dream is to like, you know, make this into a reality where I could do this like as a job, but ultimately right now, my main focus is like, I just want to grow every single year. I want to not, you know, be satisfied with where I am. And I just want to continually, continuously just get better every single year and every single day that I'm doing this. And I think that's ultimately the goal. That's a great goal. And it sounds like you're you're going for the third year breakout, if you will. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. I don't know how well it's going yet. Maybe July and August, we'll, we'll tell. But we're, we're trying our best. There you go. We gotta get you in training camp. Exactly. But the whole oh, the training camp reports. I need beat reporters. I need beat reporters in in my life just to like hype me up. Even if I'm like the worst player in the world, that they just make everyone look like Superman. Like I just need a beat reporter to be like, Alex is like the greatest prospect of all time. Like even if I have asthma, like Traylon Burks, and I'm just like the worst like content creator of all time. I need the beat reporters to be like, he looks awesome and he's progressing and getting better or something like that. There, we'll pull quotes out of out of this interview. It's comes out in, in July, and we'll we'll help, <laughs> help, help float that. Out. Like, where where are the sources from this? I have no idea. Exactly. Awesome. So, like you said, you've already put out a ton of content in your pretty short time of being in the space. Um, I know it probably feels like a lot, a long time at some points, and then a short time at some points. But <laughs> there's a lot of new content creators coming into the space, honestly, every day. Um, because I feel like people have a little more time on their hands now, depending on what's going on in their lives and maybe working from home now and, and all those different situations. So if for those people that are thinking about starting or maybe they just got started, do you have any advice for those content creators? I would I would say for those first content creators, like a couple, I'd say probably three things. I don't even know what the three things are, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So like the number number one thing I would say is like for anyone that's thinking about doing it or just getting started, like keep going or give it a start. That's all it took for me is like, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it. I was so terrified of it until I did it. And like, it's not going to be good at first. You're going to look back and you're going to say, I was so bad at it when you did. But like, for me, it was just getting started. And once you get started and you like got the ball rolling, you're just giving things a try. Like what's the worst that happens? You know, like the worst that happens, you try it once or twice, then you don't end up doing it. So like, just give it a shot because you never know what can happen. I never thought that I'd be working with football guys who was like one of my favorite companies when I was in high school, like before I even started creating content. I never thought that I'd have a TikTok page, you know, that got a lot of views or followers or anything like that. I never thought I'd have a video that 10,000 people watched, let alone have a video that a million people watched. I never thought that would happen. So just give it a try. It started off as probably the worst podcast of all time where you could hear my ceiling fan in the background. I was recording on my phone. 
with a crappy laptop and I was literally recording on my phone, like talking into a mic. Like that's how I started. So I think with that, I just say to anybody, just give it a shot. And like, what's the worst that happens? You just decide that you don't want to do it. But the other thing that I would also say that is the biggest reason for me being having any level of success in doing this is reaching out to people who knew more than I did. Like, I think that is my one thing that I feel like I've, I've thrived at because I don't think I'm really that great. But the number one thing I've thrived at is being a sponge, like literally reaching out to every big person possible, like tweeting. You know, I like my second year, I literally spent six hours this one day. I don't know if I've ever said this in a podcast. I spent six hours one day going through, I made a list of a hundred people I wanted to get on my podcast. And for those six hours, I went through every person on the list and I looked through every social media they had Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iMessage, like it could be like, you know, like Club Penguin, like it didn't matter. It was where can I reach them and find a way to contact them? And then I'd reach out to every single person on that list through every form of communication just to get that one yes. And once I got one yes, it became my life's mission to prove to them that I can do this and want to get and have them want to come back on my podcast. So for me, it was just reaching out to those big people. But every time I had a guest on my podcast, it was how can I get better? What can I do better? Like what like what like what do I need to improve on? Like like I appreciate you saying you had a fun time. Like thank you. I appreciate that. But like I want to be better. So like what can I do? And it, it just became that every single time. And then when you get these people that have full-time jobs that I've looked up to my entire life and they give you a piece of advice or something that you can improve on and you can find a way to apply that, like that worked wonders for me. And that made me a lot better than I was when I started at being able to do this. Is just, you know, asking people who knew more than I did. And it was as simple as that. And I think that's the two biggest things, just giving it a start and asking someone who knows a little bit more than you do. And then number three, I think I would just say, just finding if you love it. Like if you love it and you want to try it, just like go for it. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to be Matthew Barry. Like you don't need to be the face of fantasy football worldwide. Like just like, you know, create content because you love it. Like that's all it is for me is still like, yes, it, sure. It's a little bit of supplementary income, but like I do it because I love it. And like, it's fun for me. Like even if I was getting paid zero dollars, like I would still be making content and podcasts, anything like that, like just because I love it. And I think that's the biggest thing I would say to people as well. No, that's all great advice. And yeah, I appreciate all that. And I can't agree with any more than what you said with, with all three of those things. So that was the last of, we'll call it the, the serious question. So I have some uh, rapid fire questions if you're game. Please. All right. So you can add as much or as little content as you want to your answers. It could be one word. Or sure. You, you can go on for minutes if you want to, okay. um, to answer these questions. So the first one, if you could spend the day with DeAndre Swift, what would you, <laughs> what would you guys do? Oh uh, man, that is that is the best question ever. Right? That's that's how probably bad my Twitter is at this point. When someone's asking me what I would do with DeAndre Swift for a day, I love Swift. You know, I got his jer- signed jersey in the in the room now. Finally, shout out to my dad. Thank you for that on Christmas. Um, but if I get a day with DeAndre Swift, I love ice cream. I think we'd definitely have to share like an ice cream sundae, preferably mint chocolate chip or peanut butter cup, as long as he's not allergic to peanut butter, something like that. You know, I think we'd have to, you know, play a little Madden, you know, have him tell me, you know, how many touches he thinks he's going to get, what their offense is going to look like, you know, for this year is Amon Ross St. Brown, the sleeper, you know, ask him some, some questions, but I'd also more than anything have to get him on the fresh fantasy podcast, you know, get to talk ball with him a little bit. And I think the final thing that I would have to do for, for my fans that I don't, I really don't have, or my followers on Twitter, I have to take a picture with him and post it. Like, I hope that someday I can meet him and take a picture with him just to like post on my Twitter or something like that, that I finally got to meet him. So I would, I don't know, like, I I don't care what it is. Like we could, we could do knitting together for all that matters, or we could watch white paint dry on a wall 
like I don't care what it is. Like it would be cool to hang out with Swift. That's awesome. That sounds like a fun day. I like the ice cream idea. Yeah. And so uh, your podcast is named the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. Uh-huh. So what is the 101 of vegetables? I would say I would say probably corn because you can do so much with it. Because I love like Mexican street corn or like when you put like like Cheeto dust in the corn with like butter all over it, like stuff like that. You know, corn on the cob, you know, corn can go with like almost any protein. Like like I, I, corn's just so diverse. But I love so I I actually really like vegetables. Like I could also say green beans, like green beans and bacon, like one of my favorite things in the world. But corn has so many, so many purposes, can do so many things. So that would be my one point oh one. Unpopular adds, opinion. It adds value with the the uh, position flexibility. Of course, it's a it's a flex play. It's not one dimensional at all. It's probably super flex. You know, corn is <laughs> corn is super flex. I mean, it's probably a, a dynasty thing. It's not going anywhere. It'll be around for a while. You know, and a lot of people can use it in a lot of different ways. Perfect. And creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Creamy, no question. All right. So I, I have to ask some of these questions because there's so much. Please. No. Fake- I- fake twitter drama about these kinds of things so i like to kind of you know yeah. start some drama over some people get really passionate about the peanut butter uh <laughs> here's another one to, to start more drama uh does the toilet paper roll go over the top or under Ooh, i've actually lived in places that have had both so i actually don't really have a preference because my apartment like the way my bathroom shaped is like you really can't go under because <laughs> like it's it, it's like a it's like a one of those like little like dunce corners if you ever you know what i mean like like you sit in the corner because you did something wrong in class like the toilet's like facing the wall and it's like a super tiny corner so like there's no choice for it but to go over but at home what i grew up on was under so like i'm gonna give the you know politically correct answer here and just say that i can go i can go with either but i would also say option c low-key recommended i had the you know, I was grateful enough to go to Dubai um, in Thailand um, a couple weeks ago, beyond grateful for the opportunity. It was so beyond amazing. But they have like these like little hoses, like, in, like similar to bidets, you know, that make cleaning, you know, cleaning everything a lot, a lot easier, you know, so those, those are underrated. That, that should be my answer. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great uh, throw in there. I, I know the fancy footballers are very pro bidet uh, from yeah. their podcast. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. As they should be so here's my last one it might be the toughest one if you could live in the fictional universe of any movie what would it be i would say okay because i'm obsessed i was a lifelong fan growing up and because i just finished the series like yesterday or two days ago i would say the star wars universe because i just finished obi-wan I probably spent like three hours yesterday watching like Hayden Christensen and uh, Ewan McGregor like interviews and like, you know, I was like listening to Duel of the Fates, which is like the greatest movie soundtrack of all time from the Phantom Menace. So like, just like because of that, I would say the Star Wars universe. And I'd love to like, you know, have a lightsaber. I think I'd be the worst fighter of all time. I probably wouldn't last five minutes and I'd be guaranteed to die. But like, you know, if, you know, if I could just like, you know, like rip some like Star Wars lines and like say like, you know, you were supposed to destroy this thing like not join them like stuff like that like that would be a dream come true that's awesome i I figured that was a popular one out there's a few universes that i think would be more popular than others that's that's up there as a probably near Uh, the 101 if not the 101 i wonder what the most popular answer would be i know like fast and furious would probably be one of the ones that (laughs) i gotta figure harry potter's gotta be up there star wars marvel marvel Um, that's that's a good one those are probably your biggest ones but those are also most of them are very dangerous universes so Kind of depends, I guess, what you, what you want to do with your universe. You probably get some yeah. like 
more friendlier. I know you need to go. I need to be living like the grown ups universe or something like that, <laughs> where like I could just like have fun and like and just and just laugh. Like where, where it's actually that's still dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous too. <laughs> I forgot. It's still, it's still not safe. You know, actually, you know, where I'd want to live. I'd probably want to live in like the Michael Myers like Halloween universe. Oh no, no I'm, thank I'm you. just kidding. <laughs> I would not survive one minute. <laughs> I think the worst one for me, at least, would be the Walking Dead universe. Like, that is, like, the ultimate. Like, I wouldn't last, like, two minutes. Yeah, no, that sounds miserable as well. But, I mean, there could be some, like, some kind of Dark Horse ones, like SpongeBob. I could see someone saying. That would be fun. In. Yeah. Some, some would... cartoon universes. Uh, yeah, the cartoon universe, under, under underrated, for sure. <laughs> there you go. So, I have to ask, since you brought up Star Wars real quick, would you Please. be Team Jedi or Team Sith in that universe? Team Jedi. Uh, I'm a Jedi guy. Obi-Wan's my favorite like Star Wars character in the world. I will say though, just if you know, like we're on the podcast, if I can say this just real quick. After watching Obi-Wan and watching all the interviews, I actually like fell in love with like Hayden Christensen. Not in like a like a way, like attractive way, like just in a way of just like he's so soft spoken in real life and how he could be so intense on screen, but like one of the nicest, kindest, most soft spoken people, like in real life like i thought that was so awesome like getting to kind of see his and him and you know ewan mcgregor's relationship like i think that made me love him like so much more so i think that that's also what i would say no i love it that's awesome so that was the last of my questions so i appreciate you coming on sharing a little bit about you do you mind kind of plugging where everyone can find you what you have going on um for all the great people out there yeah, absolutely. If you are, you know, not tired of hearing me talk about, you know, Star Wars and how much I love the Duel of the Fates, you know, Star Wars soundtrack, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alex Caruso. There's DeAndre Swift hype every single week, trying to put out a lot of new different stat nuggets for people to digest each and every single day. Um, you can also find me at Football Guys Official, where I'm running the Football Guys TikTok account. Also, new videos coming out each and every single day. And you can also find me on the Football Guys YouTube channel, making short videos every single week but the biggest thing my favorite part of doing this industry is my own personal podcast the fresh fantasy podcast there's new guests coming on each and every single episode to give different perspectives and those are the different places you can find me but zach you're an amazing host it was so amazing getting to be on your show once again and getting to do a show with you it was such a pleasure and i really appreciate you having me oh thank you and i appreciate you being on here so for everyone listening or watching this is triple play fantasy this is Beyond the Analyst. Make sure you like or subscribe to the video if you're on YouTube or make sure you are following the podcast if you're listening to us. Like I said, this is episode 26. So we have a lot of episodes before this. If you missed any of them, check them out. And we still have plenty more to go this offseason. So thank you again, Alex, and everyone else out there. Have a great one.